This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Hello, you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. And joining us for the Opposition View Leeds fan, Darren from LS11. How are you doing, Darren? I'm pretty damn good. Yeah, not bad at all, actually. How are you guys? We're all right. Lids, <laughs> we're very good thank you we're very good thank you again thank you for joining us because it's good to just get a, an understanding of what's going on at leeds currently obviously you are where we were this time last year i.e just come out of the premiership having to make all sorts of unpalatable kind of things happen into for finance reasons but also you've got the new owners of the ground because radrizani used to own it He's now gone and people who are, I believe it's like the investment arm of like the San Francisco 49ers or something now have control of the club. Is everything stable now? Because we saw an awful lot of players move out for not as much money as they took to, to move in there. What's the kind of what's the kind of situation at, at the club post, post-premiership drop? I think during the summer it was, I'm not sure, are you allowed to swear on this podcast? Absolutely. Yeah, go on, we don't mind. Okay, oh, yeah. the, the, the term clusterfuck comes up quite often. Yeah, because it was, and you can see, realistically, you can see the problems occurring probably from when they sacked Marcelo Bielsa, which was maybe the right decision at the time from a results point of view, but realistically, they didn't back him in the January transfer window and then results didn't come. They got rid of Marcelo Bielsa. To go from that to 18 months later, Sam Allardyce. So he went from champagne to gravy in a year and a half. <laughs> uh, was was really quite quite a staggering set of events. And I think with the, the, the takeover is really interesting because they've been investment partners for a while. They've owned just under half of the club for about the last two, two years, two, three years. So they've been steadily increasing that. So it was always on the cards that they were going to take over fully. And then it just took a little bit longer than was needed. I think if they'd have fully taken over a year before, 
uh, I think Leeds probably wouldn't have been in this position. The recruitment in before the second pre- before the last Premier League season, before this last season we got relegated, I think uh, that was you know pr- pretty. There were some great players that they got, but some of the contracts that they'd signed them on with these relegation clauses were insanity and no way to run a business. And lo and behold, before the end of the season, they did get rid of the director of football, Victor Orta, mm. uh, who was the guy that was behind all of these sort of like signings. And occasionally some of the signings would work out. You look at some of the recent years, like Rafinha, that they bought for like, 18 million and then sold to Barca for like 60, 70 million. So occasionally he got one right, but a lot of shit against the wall, something will stick. And there were some seriously bad purchases over this last like year. And then well, c- compound that with some of these people coming in and they had like four managers in the season. I don't need to tell Watford fans what that must feel like, but <laughs> I think the, the, it was so unstable during that whole Premier League season that something was going to have to give. And, and to be fair, I think really at the end of the season, a season or so in the Championship was probably not a bad thing for Leeds, just to get out of it, get Radrazani out and the 49ers completely take over. And we look at the business that now they're in control and you look at the business that they've done this summer and the players that they've brought in, mm. and it's like a breath of fresh air. They've done some amazing business, I think, this summer. They've got rid Liam Cooper, the captain of the club, who was injured at the end of last season, at the beginning of this season. He's back now. He said that when, when the relegation, he put up a poster in the wall and he said, if you don't want to be here, fuck off. Uh, and that went on loads of merch, obviously. <laughs> and quite a few of them did. And quite a few of them did. And so, some, uh, you're very happy to see them go because they were next to useless. Um, but then when you've got some players that are threatening legal action because they don't want to play at the club anymore, uh, and uh, some that are being influenced by their agents to try and instigate a move away from the club, and it got really messy during the summer. And I have to say... I take my hat off to Daniel Farker because how he's dealt with this over this summer, he's just been like a true professional all the way through this. And he's come out the other side now and he's got a squad now that I think is pretty settled. Uh, He's got some great players in there. I'm sure we'll talk about the players at some point, Mm. but the business that they've done during the summer, they all want to be there. None of this, uh, any problems with like the, and the ones that don't want to be there, they're all gone now. They're all gone. So, yeah, it's been, this is a long-winded answer to say, clusterfuck, but it's all right. <laughs> very good answer to be defined under the, right. under the definition of clusterfuck. I like that very much indeed. Yeah, some of the players, obviously, who've gone out. Tyler Adams, obviously, finally got his big money move to Bournemouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, enough of that. But people like Rodrigo, Robin Cock, who we have obviously just sniggered over for many years, and I hope you have too, who've gone out. But the players who've come in are very interesting who has been basically in and around that kind of Chelsea youth loan. Oh, he's playing international. Of course he is, because he's still in the Chelsea youth team. You've now got him. He's been one that it feels like you've gone and given him his, this is where you're going to be, go and be there. Of course, you went and got the the lad from, from Swansea, Joel Perot, who seems to be quite a good box striker. How are all of these and all of the other assorted players, how are they coming together under Farker, before we talk, talk about Farker particularly? I think really well because, yeah, you're right. I think Ampadu's been, he's been fantastic. 
what a bargain that guy was. What did they pick him up for? Like eight, nine million, something like that. that was ridiculously yeah. cheap. And he has been fantastic man of the match for like pretty much every game he's playing for Leeds. They seem to be pretty settled. There's a couple of little changes each time due to like injuries or anything like that. But that sort of core starting 11 seems to be sort of like bedding in quite nicely now. Yeah, you're right. Ampadu's been really good. I think bringing in Joe Rodon on loan, he's been fantastic in defence. He got a second yellow and so he was sent off in the game against Hull. So So basically being in the same postcode as another player. Yeah, the first yellow was uh, was questionable. Uh, So I think, yeah, I I don't know if they're appealing that or something, but I think he's going to be out of contention for the weekend. But Liam Cooper's back uh, as well. So uh, I think the defence has been okay. Because that defence, since Joe Reynolds has been on, there's three clean sheets in a row now for Leeds. Now, when you consider last season in 38 games, they only had five clean sheets in the whole of the season. To have three on the trot in this championship is pretty staggering, really. But they just seem to be all like clicking nicely together. And I think there's a bit of experience there. There's a lot of youth, but there, there's some absolute talent. You've mentioned, we've mentioned Willie Nonto. He had his dramas during the summer where his agent was trying yeah. to get him to go to Everton. But that seems to have sorted itself out. And he's like, he's fantastic. Joel Pirro, again, like, you know, could be scary as hell in the box. Ruta, Jorginho, again, last season was like, record signing for Leeds so much pressure on him and he must have just thought what the hell have I moved into here but now he just seems to be absolutely on board knowing what's happening and the, 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 that's like front sort of five five six when you look at the midfielders as well they've got it's actually pretty frightening if they're all going for it it's a pretty frightening prospect I think and I think we've seen you know, what they did to Millwall at the weekend. And that's a place where Leeds have gone to and have not had a great record at Millwall in the last time they won there was, what, 2012? And it's usually a place Leeds do not get anything out of. But they weathered the storm for 10, 15 minutes and then absolutely took them apart. And you just think, when it clicks, it's absolutely frightening. There's a few other players in there. There's one that's come through the academy, which is... He's only, what, 17, 18 at the moment, which is Archie Gray, midfielder. He's of course, yeah, great grand nephew of Eddie Gray, who's like Leeds United legend. Um, and Archie Gray is like, my God, this guy is going to be world-class baller. There's no doubt about that. And he is getting games every single week now. So he's going to turn into a frightening player, I think. But yeah, so I think from the players' point of looking at the players that they've got now, it all seems to be pretty good. I think they got an issue maybe at sort of like still at sort of like left and right back that they might need a bit of covering if they get another injury or so. Patrick Bamford's now back in in injury prone. Patrick Bamford, bless him with his biscuit ankles, he's back <laughs> training again, so he could come back soon as well. So, but you look at that sort of like front six and that's the most exciting thing I think about Leeds at the moment. They are looking very interesting up front right at the moment. You've got Ruta, Nonto, Piro, Somerville in there as well. Dan James has come back from his loan and he's looked fantastic as well. Yeah, no, look, it's actually, I think most Leeds fans are quite excited now about this season. So I've actually got, got Leeds to take the title this year in my bet. Just I don't know. I don't know. 
I think Farker's got. Look, if we come on to Farker, he's yeah. he knows this league. He knows this league really well with his time at Norwich, and he knows what he's doing. He's not been so successful when he's got into the Premier League, exactly. which you know. But to that's, get him out of the league, his problem. I wouldn't worry about that in the meantime. That's a yeah. That's another problem to think about in the future. No. That's a lovely problem to think about in the future. But I, I think as a this season in the Championship, I think there'll be a successful season. They'll obviously be getting out of the getting out of the league. But if they finish in the playoffs and scrape through, then I think Leeds would be more than happy with that. To, to think about automatics at the moment. I, I can't see that Preston are going to be top of the league come the end of the season, but they're flying at the moment. It's seven games in. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? But I think they're, look, they're going to be there or thereabouts, Carlos. They're going to be there or thereabouts. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, as you all know, it's probably the, the toughest league in Europe, I would say, the Championship. Absolutely. Very much yeah, so. Very much so. so, final question about it, obviously, because we'll, we'll get to talking about kind of predictions for Saturday in a little bit. But we talk about Farker. It was interesting because, of course, we were up and down with, with Norwich for a couple of years. And the, the Norwich fans spoke really well of him, but did, did start to, at, at the end of the term, go, he's getting us up, but we know we're going to come down with him, etc. But he didn't have the level of investment that I think that he'll get at a club like Leeds when he was at Norwich. So I'll be interesting to see. But it sounds like... And let me not put words into in, into your mouth, but tell me this is true. It, it sounds like you're starting to get an identity of a kind of a, more than you've had since Bielsa as a team. Yeah, uh, 100%, because I think they went from Bielsa to Jesse Marsh, and that was just crazy. <laughs> just crazy time. Ted Lasso you know, moments, yeah. Ted Lasso, yeah. He talked a good game, and maybe he was the right person at that point because he could talk his way through stuff and he kept leads up in that first season he was there but there was a moment where they should have got rid of him which was before the world cup uh and that world cup break that's when they should have pulled the trigger and then they didn't and then things just went from bad to worse i think and then obviously coming in when they got their fourth choice which was the ex-watford guy javi grazia who for fans had spoken so highly of him with us and it it looked okay and then it didn't look okay at all and then you like seeing like sam allardyce coming in and you're just thinking what the fuck is going on (laughs) at that place so it was very strange Um, and this comes from a club who also had Chilino as the owner in the last, what, decade or so. About bonkers, that guy. He made Radrazani look like Mother Teresa, didn't he? Uh, you know, I used to work for Ken Bates. So I, <laughs> I've worked for you him. You were in a moment there. <laughs> crazy. I worked for him for 10 years. So uh, I've, I've, I've worked for some crazy owners. And Chilino, he was, yeah, I've met him a fair few times, Chilino, and he is every bit as crackerjack as you think he's going to be. In fact, <laughs> co-host on my on our podcast, LS11, is Ryan, who is in the band The Pigeon Detectives. And there was one function where he, uh, Chilino, wanted to play uh, in the band. So he played guitar in The Pigeon Detectives this one night. What? Uh, yeah, and Ryan did say it was possibly the worst thing we've ever decided to do as a band. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, fu- I mean, like, I th- it, it all seems like now you've got like the 49ers in charge. They know how to run a sporting organization. Yeah. They've been doing it for God knows how many years. And it's interesting. I think you're right about uh, investment because you look at what they've done this summer and you think, wow, if they've got Premier League money backing them, 
plus their own reserves, um, what could they do uh, and to support Farker? Because they're definitely on board with him and what's been happening in this last six months is, since he's been in charge. Uh, and they love that style of play. Uh, it's very attractive. It's exciting. And I think if he does get the backing, if he does get them up into the Premier League and he gets that backing and with the sort of like the recruiting that they've seem to have got now Victor Orta's not at the club. I, th- I think it bodes quite well, really. I think it'll be it'll be an interesting bit of fun for, for a Premier League season. Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. We'll look forward to that on Saturday. Hi, this is Troy Hawk, and this is the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. But we do now come to where the rubber hits the road and all oh, fucking hell gets let loose. Oh, we no. are now looking at the completely rubbish DNS. Is, is this the bit that we warn um, our guest about, Peter? Should we warn no, Aaron? No, no, we, <laughs> lure, we lure him in with a full sense of security okay. and then hit him with this. There's a long tail. We'll, we will spare you. Basically, it was bad last year. This year, we've made it considerably worse. And basically, like like a lot of podcasts, asked for a prediction. And we went, why? What do you do with that prediction? We decided yeah. to keep a tally of it last year. And it then got increasingly worse. Here is the, uh, the league tally as we look at the moment, Justin Ooh. sits proudly atop. Next to, below him, is the EFL, who scored three points yesterday with, with, with where's Kev, coming in <laughs> with, with a prediction of a Desmond Tutu, and we got a Desmond Tutu last night. So the EFL are up, up into second second place there. Darren, you'll be playing for the EFL today. It's a huge Oh, point. yeah, they're going to do... Terribly tonight, then. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> one, 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 one is a prediction in and of its own right, so you can't predict it, which is probably okay. why Justin took the opportunity to do it on your podcast. That's why. And Eric. Right, fair we, enough. We have JP Gap, uh, Backgammon FC. Carlos is residing currently on three points only, basically mirroring Watford's result, which is getting a result in the first game and then doing sod all for the rest of the time. Artificial stupidity is just random nonsense. And Jarvis Cocker is a dog who predicts scores. Let's have a look <laughs> at the first one of these, which is Mr. John Parslow, who predicts at every game the score by the use of Backgammon. But this time, slightly different. It's game week eight, predictions league. And it's Leeds versus Watford. And I'm here at the Great North Run. And the boys challenged me to do the Watford Prediction League this week from this run. So what's this nonsense got to do with Leeds United? The 60,000 runners running today. And obviously, of course, Leeds would have taken more. But also today we're running in memory of our little buddy Pippa. A lovely dog who we sadly lost yesterday, the day before the run. And a quick Google search of Lee's shows it's the UK's capital for dogging. So I think that's enough justification to be doing this for Lee's. Jim Blue from the fold, halfway, halfway. 
players are on the pitch. Leeds are singing, we are Leeds, we are Leeds. Leeds to go first. Leeds five, the pitch is awful. How can Watford respond? Watford three, it's a cracker. Like John a, was running the Great North Run for charity. Like for, I for said, for a second I thought he was going to do it in the toilet. I yeah, thought well, he was about to do that backgammon. Like, like I said, the first time I saw that clip, could he have waited until Paul Simon had finished playing the obvious child live next to him from the Rhythm of the Saints album? It sounded like they had the whole of Brazil playing drums while he was trying to do his <laughs> prediction. What is in he fairness, doing? In fairness, he'd, by that point, he'd run about six miles carrying two sets of dice and a folded up picture of a backgammon set. True. This has gone very badly. But this is no excuse for bad audio quality. I'm sorry. There's no excuse. No, I agree, Darren. I agree. <laughs> Don't think we won't give him grief about that. That's not good either. Anyway, so what we so we've got. Are we just are we just washing over the fact that he also said Leeds is the biggest dog in spot in the UK? We're just going to wash over that. We're just washing over that. Leeds own that. Leeds own that. Would be fine. Leeds definitely (laughs) take more, and that includes doggers. So why not? (laughs) Here you go. Here you go. Uh, I wish I was going to the game now. That's annoying. He's gone for for Leeds five. Uh, Watford 3. Randomised nonsense has come up with Leeds 5, Watford 1. The inanimate objects Jesus. of this whole thing are really going heavy in or, or, on Leeds, most most certainly. Now, we thought that was bad, first of all. And then, basically, after about week three, somebody contacted us and said, I, 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 think, I think my mate Jarvis can help you. And we only then found out that Jarvis is a dog. Okay, prediction time. Leeds versus Watford. You got your uh, 2006 shirt on a seat. What's that? Why are you wearing it? Oh, because we beat the Dirty Leeds 3 0 in the playoff final. Nice one. Nice touch, son. Okay, are you ready to do uh, the prediction then? Okay. Now remember, it's what you knock down, mate. It's what you knock down that counts. So pick away. Let's go. Pick one. Pick one. What are you going for? Here, knock this one down. Wait a minute. This is Leeds. Hold on. This is Leeds. Wait. Leeds three, not a good start, mate. Now Watford, pick Watford. What's Watford gonna get, mate? Knock it down, knock it down, knock it down. Which one? Which one? <laughs> He's gonna do. Hey, got it. This is Watford's. Oh, Watford two. So that's Leeds United three, Watford two. There you go. Or everybody is going for Leeds. Even Jarvis is going for Leeds. Jarvis Cocker Spaniel is going for Leeds. What can we do? He's obviously a dog from Yorkshire. He's wearing a flat cap, so for Leeds. Yeah. He's a Brian Johnson impersonator. That in his in his spare time. It's what he does. Justin, did you did you manage to clock I couldn't, what the he normally I does? Tried. The background music I couldn't tie it to Leeds or Yorkshire, no. Uh, no, not on this occasion. It, was it the pigeon detectives? In my opinion, it should have been. It should have been. That's all I'm saying. But there we go. So, so Ben that. And at the moment, he is he is level on points, having played less games than Carl. Just saying. So the scores that we have currently are three five or five three to Leeds, three two to Leeds, and five one to Leeds. Obviously, one all has gone mysteriously for one all. But we turn to our guest Darren of LS Eleven and ask Darren, what do you think the result is going to be? Leeds, Watford, Saturday. I'll go with the prediction I did on our podcast. And because I am, 
people take score predictions too seriously and I get got a lot of Twitter hate for my score predictions. So I'm going to go Leeds 10 and <laughs> Watford 1. Excellent. I like it. Bold. I like that. Fantastic. This is good stuff. We like to, as you can see, we take these predictions very seriously indeed. Carlos, what are you going to go on the back of uh, 10 1, 5 3, 3 2, and 5 1? I'd like to say that I have the same attitude towards this part of the podcast as Darren, but unfortunately, I'm doing so shit that I'm drawing with a dog. So I've kind of got to go serious with this. I don't fancy us at Ellen Road. I've got to be clear on that. I think it's going to be Leeds 2, Watford 0. We're not being the most hopeful here from a Watford perspective. Basically, everybody is rolling up and saying Leeds are going to win by pretty well to, fuck me, we've been pummeled. So, Justin, sir, you are sitting astride the top of the table, four four points clear after only what? You could play the game now, Justin. You could play the game. Come on. What are you, you going for? Split, split the pack. I could, couldn't I? But that would mean me predicting Watford winning, and I can't see that happening. How many days is it? <laughs> How many days is it now? We haven't won away. 270. Louis told me last night. 274 or something. Whatever it is. Recent, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I've got my pen out. So we've got uh, a 5-3, a 5-1, a 3-2, a 1-1, a 10-1, and a 2-0. Yeah. I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to go with Leeds. I'm going to go Leeds 2, Watford 1. Crikey, it is an absolute clean sweep. The only person predicting anything other than Leeds Triumph is 1-1, which is obliged by its very name to go for 1-1. You know this means Watford are going to come along and win 3-0, don't you? Listen, the last time I saw us playing Leeds away, I was in Zante watching it in a bar in Zante in my lucky green shirt. And I think we lost 1-0, didn't we? It was absolutely appalling game of football. It was one of those games where... I just wish I hadn't bothered watching it. And I can't remember us winning at Ellen Road. There was once. It was I was there when Neil Warnock. And we, yes. We thumped him. Thumped yeah. him. Correct. Yeah. We did, we did him 6-1 there under yeah. um, Zola. I appreciate we are going back to kind of 10 years or so. The, the one thing I will say is Ellen Road wasn't quite as full when uh, Zola was around. When, I, when we went last time, it was a particularly, it's a loud old ground. Proper old yeah. football ground, I'd call it. It's, it's, it's yeah, they're, they're selling out now. You got you'll have good thirty five, thirty six thousand in there at the weekend. Wow. So it'll be Bloody mental. Hell. There we Very go. Good. There we go. It remains to be seen, Peter. I'd be surprised if it's ten one, but be quite entertaining to watch if you're a Leeds fan. One of these days it's going to come off. One yeah, we'll do days. one of these days. Yeah, these do happen sometimes, particularly if we're playing Man City. Then, then we're eight nil down and stuff like that, and it's a very real possibility, to be honest. But yeah, there we go. If there's one thing I do admire, though, is somebody who is angering Leeds fans on his own podcast, coming onto another podcast and going, "So I'm going to stick with that." It's very, <laughs> very, very good. Well done. Excellent stuff. Brilliant. I think that concludes today's matters. Thank you very much for coming on, Darren. It's been lovely to speak to you, and we're enjoying your radio voice in my hands here. You can definitely tell you've done your time on the radio. It's can we also pay? Can we also pay homage to the the background that you're sitting in there, Darren? There's that. There's a lot of stuff going on in the back there. A lot of Star yeah, Wars. I'm in my studio at the back garden, which now is the host home of all of my Star Wars memorabilia. So it's like it was all up in the loft and scattered around the house, and now I've actually got a place I can have it. 
Uh, nice. so you've been I'm allowed there. a you've been allowed a place in your own house to store your things yeah yeah up. basically yeah yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm, allowed, I'm allowed a couple of bits inside but um <laughs> the main bulk of it is is, is in here there's a ridiculous <sighs> amount and are you wearing a chewbacca t-shirt can i see that i am yeah i am uh, oh, don't don't underplay this is um, you Pete. you this love this don't you I, you I, love I, a bit I, of star wars i feel because I'm, I'm i'm donning the superman thing in a in a level of uh modern irony that most <laughs> superman that's coming yeah. out of retirement who's been yeah. for pete day. feels seen tonight pete feels seen tonight that's what, <laughs> that's what i'm looking for that's what i'm looking for Never Super. underplay a man's ability to actually have place in his own house to put stuff up. Christ, oh, there's right. appreciation needed. I just for that. like the way that Carl looked on in envy. He's got a, a hung up shirt behind him on a hanger. I have to I have to take that down after every podcast. Yeah. This is great. Fantastic <laughs> stuff. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Darren, for coming on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. We'll do this again, hopefully, in the, the reverse fixture, fixture, which is, Peter? Yeah. It's on the 29th of March, Ooh. Friday. So that must be, presumably, Easter Friday. Oh, Okay, good, good Friday. Friday. Yeah, it won't be a good Friday yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, good Friday. Yeah, yeah. The, la- the last good Friday match was the one where Backman went rogue. Do you remember Huddersfield? Anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. Brilliant talking to you, Darren. Thank you very much for coming on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Thank no you very much, It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.